something that, that, I, that I won't. But uh, I have in times past gone as short as 15 minutes. I know it's miraculous, isn't it? It's, a, it's amazing. <coughs> because we, this is a special day. We've had other things going on. You've already seen the, uh, the story of the coming of the, the Christ. But uh, just to uh, hook on to what they have preached through demonstration, the Scripture said in James, the first chapter, James 1 and 17, they'll put these Scriptures up on the screen for us. It says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Everybody say, from above. From above. And comes down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good gift and every perfect, that word also means complete gift, comes from above. From from above. Now there's so much here, like in all the Word of God. For one thing... If everything came from God, you wouldn't need to say every good gift. Everything does not come from God. There's a lot of people, even preachers and Christians will try to imply or just not outright say that everything that happens is somehow God. And everything that happens is somehow the plan of God. That just is contrary to the Bible. That's contrary to the Word of God. No, every good gift. I said every good gift, or he said every good gift is from above from him. But it's the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy, Jesus said. Well, is God a thief? Is the Heavenly Father a thief? Is Jesus a thief? Of course not. Well, then let's not attribute that which is stealing, killing, and destroying to our good God. Let's realize that is the result of men's sin and the devil's work. And don't, don't blame God. Don't blame God. It's very simple. If it's good, it's from God. If it's evil, it's bad, it's from the enemy. We have a good God. And when we're talking about the... we, we uh, we remember this time of the year, you know, not that the Bible told us the date that was Jesus' birthday or that we were supposed to have a special celebration. Uh, pretty much that's the ideas of men and traditions of men. But there's nothing wrong with remembering when God gave us the greatest gift that's ever been given. Right? right? And stirring ourselves up. Now, you don't have to wait again to 12 months to remember that. But the big, what is the big thing about the so-called Christmas story? Uh, there's nothing in the Bible about Christmas. But there is a whole lot about the Christ. And what, what we're celebrating is the birth of Jesus. And the giving of the gift. And the thing I believe we should emphasize for a few moments is this gift is from above. This is a heavenly gift. From God, from heaven, the gift 
of the child, the gift of the son. Now, he said every good gift and perfect gift is from above. Listen to John 8.23. Let me just give you a couple of scriptures. You don't have to turn there. They'll put them on the screen for us. John 8.23. Jesus told uh, the religious leaders of his day, he said, you are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. Jesus did not come into the earth like you and I came. Very important that we understand this. He did not come by means of an earthly father. He didn't come by the will of man. He came from above. He came from heaven. In John 3, John 3, 5. John 3, 5, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Keep reading the next couple of verses. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Keep going. Marvel not that I said you must be born again. If you look up this word, born again, it literally means born from above. Born from above. Skip down to verse 13. Verse 13. Jesus said, No man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. Jesus came to us from above. He was given out of heaven from the Father. Do you believe this? A lot of people don't. A lot of people think when you begin to talk about a virgin conception and a virgin birth, that this is obviously an impossibility. But if it didn't happen, there is no Christ, there is no Redeemer, there is no true Christianity, and all of this is a bunch of junk, and you should never go to a church again. Are y'all with me? Yes. And people try to say, well, it really doesn't, no, no, it really doesn't matter. A lot of these things are myths and they are just, they portray morals. It's the teachings of Jesus that's the important thing. It doesn't really matter if you believe in the virgin birth or, or that kind of thing. That's just a lie. I said, that's just a lie. If he was not born the way the Bible said he was born, supernaturally, then he is not the Christ. He, he's just a man. He's not the Redeemer. And there is no salvation. Are y'all with me, friends? No, it makes all the difference what you believe about this. The difference between lost or saved. The difference between heaven or hell. I know this is not politically correct. <laughs> are very socially acceptable, but the Bible is either right or it's not. We either believe what this says or we make up things as we go along. Anybody with me? In the 6th chapter and the 33rd verse, John 6.33, he says it again. John 6.33, the bread of God is he which comes down from heaven and gives life unto the world. Hallelujah. He's the bread of life. He is the Son of God. 
He is the Christ. Now, the baby Jesus was born as the children portrayed at a specific time. But that's not when the Son of God began. That's not when the Son started or began. Listen to John 1. Put up John 1 and 1. You don't have to turn there. You can just just, just look on the screen. In John 1, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Keep reading with me. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Now see, this this comes back to this. The origin of the universe. The origins, the beginnings of the planets. The planet on which we live. People say, well, you know, how did all this come to be? And many have done their best to eliminate God or a creator from this equation. It just happened. There was a big bang. And then it all just happened by itself. Self-generated. Now, that's not science. Nobody has proven that that happened or how it happened. Nobody was there, that's for sure. None of us. It's not science. It's a belief. It's a theory. A godless theory. Well, how can you prove that God spoke and it came into existence? We're not called to prove it. You either believe it or you don't. And people say, well, I, I can't. You'll hear people say, I just can't believe that. That's not true. You can believe anything you choose to believe. That's a nature of faith. So don't say you can't believe it. Just say you choose not to believe it. But if you say, well, I'm a person of science and it it happened this way, be honest. Uh, Study the people who are the so-called experts on these theories. You'll find they don't agree amongst themselves. And do you know why it's called a theory? Because it's unproven. It's unverified. It's not science. It's a belief. They believe that. I believe this. Come on, are you with me? I believe this. So I don't, I don't believe it happened any of that way. Well, then you have another belief that you've concocted yourself. Unproven, unverified theory, a belief. Oh, but friend, I don't just believe this because it appeals to my way of thinking more than something else. I have been touched by him. Hallelujah. And by faith I have touched him. And I have experienced some reality in this. Come on, are you listening? And the more I believe him and the more I draw close to him, the more I experience him and the more real he is to me. You cannot come and tell me and convince me there is no creator, there is no God, there could not be a virgin birth or a resurrection from the dead. It's like coming to a man who's doing the backstroke in a pool and telling him there's no water in that pool. There's no water in that pool. He's wet. Come on, are you with He's wet. You can't tell a wet man. 
There's no water in the pool. And you can't tell a saved man. There is no salvation. Some things is better felt than telt. (laughs) And a man with an experience, a real experience, is not at the expense of a man with an argument or a theory. So you... You know, if you choose not to believe it, well, I'm sorry for you, but don't mess with me. I'm happy. (laughs) And a lot of these folks here are happy too. Are you happy too? I'm happy too. The Bible said in verse 10, John 1 and 10, He was in the world, and the world was made by Him, and the world knew Him not. He came unto His own, and His own Received him not. The creator. Became man. The word. Became flesh. People might say. Impossible. Only if you don't believe in God. To say I don't believe in a virgin birth. A virgin birth is impossible. Is to say I don't believe in God. I don't believe in God. If you believe in God, how can you say it's impossible to God to do this? To say I don't believe in the virgin birth is I don't believe in God. And it's also to say that you don't believe in a good God. A real God with whom nothing's impossible. And a God that cares enough about humanity to give this kind of gift to redeem us. And to save us. The scripture said he that comes to God must believe. Got to believe two main things. Number one, that he is. That he exists and that he is God. And if he's God, he can do it. I said if he's God, if he created the heavens and the earth, how are you going to say he couldn't cause a virgin to conceive? The one who created conception. Created a mother, created human beings, created seed and eggs and all these things. How are you going to say, no, you can't do it that way? (laughs) It really is prideful and ignorant to stand in the face of the Creator and say, that's impossible. Well, to you, to who? To who's it impossible? To you, but not to the Creator. I said, not to the Creator. Not to He who has created the heavens and the earth. Anybody in here believe besides me? Somebody say, I believe, I believe. Verse 12, but as many as received Him, He came into His own, and His own didn't receive Him. They were unbelievers. They didn't believe He was born of a virgin. They didn't believe He was the fulfillment of Scripture. They didn't believe He was the Christ. But he is. But as many as received him. He's talking to you and me now. As many as received him. To them gave he power. To become the sons of God. To them that believe on his name. Hallelujah. Which were born not of blood. Nor of the will of the flesh. Nor of the will of man. But of God. And the word was made flesh 
and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. The Son of God did not begin in the manger in Bethlehem. The Son of God existed and was God and was with God and all things were made by him in the very beginning of this planet and all of these things. But as the prophets had prophesied, because man had lost himself through disobedience to God, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, hallelujah, to redeem us, to buy us back, to give us the opportunity to not be stuck in the cycles of sin and death, but to be born from above as he was born from above and even in time to come to be raised from the dead like he has been raised from the dead. Now if you really believe that and that dawns on you, it'll be hard to stay in your seat. People say, well, I'm just a man, just a woman. No, honey, if you've been born again, you're not just a man, just a woman. You have been born again, born from above, not your body, but your spirit has been recreated in the likeness and image of him that was born from above, a gift from heaven. And one of these days, the Bible said, the trumpet's going to sound. And even if your body has been in some grave somewhere for centuries, it's going to be raised, the Bible says, by the glory of God. And this incorruptible, this corruptible will become incorruptible. This mortal will become immortal. And there'll never be any more pain, sorrow, grief, suffering, dying. Now, there are people who will say, impossible, impossible, impossible. And you must be a sad sack. <laughs> if you believe what you say you believe, then you've got a few more breaths and it is permanent darkness. Yep, yep. There is no heaven. There is no hell. There's nothing else. You have no spirit. You're just flesh and some electrochemical responses. Well, you can believe so little about yourself if you want to. But I'm telling you, if you believe these lies, as soon as you die, your spirit is going to slip out of your body like a hand out of a glove. And you're going to realize that this life is not all there is, and it is not the end, and you're going to get a great big shock. Yes. And a great big revelation that there is a heaven and there is a hell and there is a God. And hallelujah, it is the Bible was true all along. But don't wait till then. I said don't wait till then. Make the right choice. Believe him now. As many as believed him and received him to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Do you? Do you? Thanks be unto God. 
Well, I know the children have already told us this, but I want to read it to you again. How this happened. Because it is amazing. It is wonderful what happened. In Luke, the first chapter, Luke chapter 1 and verse 30. How did it happen that the Son of God, the Word, which was in the beginning with God, was God, became flesh? How did this happen? Well, you need to back up. How did matter come into existence? How did light come into existence? Gravity. And again, when you talk about, well, people have written papers on this. Did it start with a theory? On, the, on these papers and on these science postulations. Don't forget the word theory. My father in the faith, Kenneth Hagin, who's now in heaven, he gave us a definition of theory. He said, do you know what a theory is? We said, no. He said, a theory is a supposition based upon ignorance of the topic under discussion. Because <laughs> if you knew, it wouldn't be a theory. Is that right? Reason it's a theory? Because you don't know. Theory of the Big Bang. Theory of evolution. Theory. Come on, are you listening? Don't ignore the word theory. Theory means somebody had an idea that nobody's been able to prove yet. I lost somebody, didn't I? <laughs> well, you got truth, and then you got what men have dreamed up. No. He said, verse Luke 1.30, the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, you have found favor with God. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus or Yeshua, depending on how you pronounce it. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give to him the throne of his father David, prophesied millennia before and centuries before. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. All of the kingdoms that exist right now, including the U.S. of A. and every other nation, every other kingdom, will one day be no more. And the Bible said, the kingdoms of this world will have become the kingdoms of our Lord. He's coming back again. And he is the king of kings and Lord of lords. And I know a thousand years, a hundred years seems like a long, long time to us. But to God, he perceives it like a day. Um, a thousand years to him is like one day to us. And imagine the one who has created the heavens and the earth. Uh, we have... Uh, indications that some of these things have been around for what? Millions of years? Billions of years? Trillions of years? We don't know how long. That's our creator we're talking about. Hallelujah. And so we think, well, it's been a long time. Nothing's happened. No, it ain't been that long. I mean, 20, 30,000 years is nothing to him. 
That'd be, come on, think about it. 30,000 years to him would be like a month to us. A month. And so that brings into perspective our lifespan is very, very, very brief. The Bible said we're like a flower that blooms and then it's gone. We're like a vapor, a little mist that you see. Now you see it. Now you don't. That's our lifespan. Well, then why are we here? We're here to decide. We're given an opportunity. What we're going to believe. Who we're going to choose. What we're going to do in life. And it's completely up to us and in our hands. But continue reading this. It said, he'll be great. He will reign. And verse 34. It says, Mary said to the angel, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. I've never been with a man. How can I have a baby? This is the thing many stumble over. They say, impossible. Well, that's just if you don't believe in God. Verse 35. The angel answered her and explained it to her. He said, the Holy Spirit is going to come on you. And the power of the highest is going to overshadow you. And that holy thing that will be born of you shall be called the Son of God. Hallelujah. The power of God. How could it happen? The power of God. How can you be born again? Born from above. The power of God. How could the dead be raised? The power of God. Same power that created the heavens and the earth. Same power that created light, created the universe. Somebody take a breath. How do you even exist? How can you have a conscious thought? It just happened by itself? People said, yeah, it just, it's one of those amazing things. Uh-uh. No, no. When have you ever seen it? How could you, come on, come on, think with me a little bit. If you took uh, two tons of C4 and you set it, off, set it off in a garbage pile, I don't care how many explosions you have. You can have explosions for the next thousand years. Never, when the dust clears, will there be a new Mercedes sitting there. <laughs> Never. You can set off explosions from now on. And there will never be something perfect and complete. It takes a creator. It takes somebody to conceive it, to plan it, to choose it, to execute it, to build it. We got that much sense building houses and cars. What about something as complicated as a human being, as a brain, as a solar system? Come on, come on. Are you with me or not? Come on, it just doesn't make sense to believe these other theories. And the biggest thing is just check your heart. Check your heart. Because it's still partly connected in some way or another to the Creator, regardless of what you've done. And if you'll just cut off your, your contradictory thinking and check your heart, your heart's saying, that's right, that's right. That's where I come from. That's where you came from. That's where my life and my breath comes from. There is a God. I said there is a God. And he's a good God. And he's a loving father. And he loved you and me so much that when he saw us in our lost condition, he was willing to give the greatest thing he had to save us 
And so he sent his son. And who supernaturally the word became flesh. The Holy Ghost will come on you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. And that holy thing which is born of you shall be called the Son of God. Just like the, the, the Holy Spirit came over her and the word became flesh. The word preached when you believe it can become flesh in your life. The new birth, a healing, being filled with the Spirit, protection, provision, on and on. Whatever the Word says, if you believe that Word like she believed, you remember what she said? She said, be it unto me according to your Word. And when she said that, and the power of God was on her, the Holy Spirit was on her, conception occurred. And the Word became flesh, material. Spirit to matter. You might say energy to matter. In Matthew 1, verse 20, the children already showed us this. In Matthew 1, 20, while he thought on those things, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, fear not to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Did you know the Holy Spirit can cause uh, an organ to appear inside you? If yours has been diseased, do you know if blood cells are not there or if your immune system is deficient or something's wrong in your brain or your soul or your emotions? Do you know the Word of God can do the same thing? If you believe it, the Word of God, which is spirit, can become material. Now, if you scoff and go, impossible, impossible. Well, to who? Impossible to you because you're an unbeliever. But Jesus said, all things are possible to him that believes. So if you want to be stuck in the mundane, if you want to be stuck in this fallen condition of earth and flesh, then be an unbeliever. But if you want to step in and step through to where things are possible that men say are impossible, become a believer. I said become a believer. You can be born again. You can be filled with the Spirit. You can be healed. You can be delivered from addictions and problems that nothing can get you free from. There is no impossibility to God and to believers. Believers. And all you got to do is make a choice. Make a choice. I choose to believe. I choose to believe. Verse 21 says, She'll bring forth a son. You'll call his name Jesus. He shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child. Did it happen or not? Hmm? I said, did it happen or not? Is God real or not? Is the Bible true or not? Then a virgin conceived without 
the benefit or, or the agency of a human father. It's miraculous. Hmm? I said it's miraculous. It is a miracle. And she'll, she'll be with child. She'll bring forth a son. And they will call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Now that's not just, just for the time that he walked the earth. It's for all men, for all time, that God can be with me. And he can be with you. We're not talking about just a set of things, set of beliefs that you mentally ascribe to. We're talking about a living experience. We're talking about a living relationship and fellowship. You know him. He knows you. You commune with him, not just mentally or, or audibly, but spiritually. He's in you. And you're in him. God with me. Emmanuel. Stand on your feet, everybody.